0: By September, we have over 60% of people already looking for what they're gonna gift in December. Everyone's gonna have a sale in Black Friday, but what can you have around Black Friday or before Black Friday or after Black Friday?
1: The issues that Facebook and Meta has had with its attribution, there are no such issues with Google. So when Google says we're getting a 3X ROAS or a 10X ROAS, that's the number. Nobody's doubting that number. The ability to target custom audiences that are based around searches is just huge for the Google platform. So nobody's decreasing their Google budget, and some people are looking at their social budget and going, can we move more over to Google? It does seem to be uh, an opportunity. And of course, clients, they want to back the
2: surefire winners if they can. Nobody can blame them for that. Did you know that the subscription market is predicted to grow to over $2.6 trillion by 2028? As a fast-growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Recharge powers the growth for over 15,000 subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omnichannel brand, merchants who use ReCharge are able to experience predictable revenue, increased customer loyalty, and higher average order values. So turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with ReCharge. Get started today with the subscriptions payment solution trusted by over 50 million consumers worldwide by heading over to rechargepayments.com forward slash DTC. It's all killer, no filler. My name's Eric Dick. This is the D2C Podcast. And today I am here with Pilot House, Google, Brain Trust, Saul, and Richard. Welcome to All Killer, No Filler. Guys, I know Google is on a lot of people's minds these days heading into Q4. What are some of the things that you are doing? We know Google's this, you've told us before, it's a slow build. It's more of a a jumbo jet taking off than it is a rocket ship. So what are the things that you guys are thinking about right now and even before now uh, for Black Friday preparation?
1: Well, I think the first thing we're looking at is just making sure that we're, we've got everything, everything, all our boxes checked in terms of data collection and, and, and platform setup. Because it is such a you know steady eddy kind of platform, um, you know, you just you still want to make, make the most of it. And of course, there's been a lot of chat recently, Eric, about Google Analytics. Google Analytics four is finally uh, rearing its head in in kind of anger. And a lot of people are asking, well, what should I, what should I do about about Google Google Analytics in, in particular? And I'll, I'll come back to Google Ads in, little bit, in a minute. So if I can just touch on on GA. So so Google Analytics 3 is being retired 30th of June next year. As of as of the 1st of July, no more data will will be gathered in, in the GA3 UA properties. It's not going away. Uh, A couple of clients have been asking me, are they they deleting all the the data? It's like, no, they're not deleting all the data. It's still going to be there. However, there will be no way to export that data into a Google Analytics 4 uh, property. So really, the key thing right now for for businesses is to make sure that they get Google Analytics 4 set up on their properties. Google Analytics 3 and Google Analytics 4 can totally run uh, in, in parallel. There's no... No difficulties there, you're not gonna run into into any 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 issues. However, if you don't get Google Analytics 4 set up now, when it comes to this time next year and, and further forward, you won't have easy year over year comparison. So right now I can look into GA3 and I can go show me the last 30 days versus the same time period in 2021. Come 2022, uh, 2023, sorry, looking at that comparison year over year. If you don't have your GA4 property set up right now, then you're not gonna have that comparison. You're gonna have to flick into your GA3 property and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be much much more difficult. So we're trying to advocate and try and get, get all of our clients set up onto GA4 as soon as possible. Most of our clients are on the Shopify platform. And first of all, I wanna say it's an absolute disgrace that shopify haven't haven't come out with a with a built-in ga4 uh solution shopify shame on you however it's not too difficult to get ga4 set up in shopify alongside of your, your ga3 and recently i've been looking at a, a lot of different solutions and i i don't have we don't have any kind of partnership with this company and maybe we should um, there's a company called elevar e-l-e-v-a-r who are supplying a really inexpensive solution to get people set up on onto GA4? If you're running running Shopify, it's an app. I think it costs fifty dollars a month for the service, which, in the scheme of things, isn't isn't a whole lot. And literally, I just did it this afternoon for one of our one of our clients, and it's, they signed up, they connected to your to a Google Admin account, and then it's basically a series of questions and answers. It it then generates a container in this thing called JSON, which <laughs> doesn't matter what it is. We then import it into Google Tag Manager. All the tags are set up, all the triggers are set up, all the events are set up. And I think within certainly less than an hour, and I got interrupted a little bit, probably in, in about half an hour, um, I was able to get the uh, get the client client set up.
2: Versus five hours or eight hours or a multiple-day process, if you were to go direct without this Elevar tool.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, because you've got to set up all of those, um, all of the data layers within within the code. Say, so Shopify, this Elevar does it. Um, if you're running something like WooCommerce, there are people who've got solutions uh, there. If you've got a bespoke site, <laughs> you're going to have to get the get the developers involved. So. You know, so there is a bit to it and, and the main difference between GA three and GA4 is that GA4 is all it's all event based. GA three was totally session based. And then you kinda of try to try to fudge your events within GA3, but GA4 is totally, totally event-based. So, you know, so once you've got that set up, Eric, then what I would advise for a lot of our clients is just to just to let it sit. I mean the one thing that we are leveraging it for is comparing what we're seeing in GA4 to GA three. You know, it's a great it's a great comparison uh, to, to be able to do that. However, it's not GA four while it's fully functional. It's not it's not as fleshed out as as GA three. You know, so if I went into the the e commerce section of it, there's actually more reports still in GA three. So so Google are still working on the product. But if you don't get the data in GA four now, <laughs> then you're not going to have anything to compare against this time next year. So getting that set up making sure that you connect your GA4 property to your Google Ads account, connect it to Merchant Center has some has some benefits. It's a very straightforward checkbox kind of kind of exercise to do to do both of those things. And yeah, so once once that's done, I would sort of say let it sit, you know, maybe use it for comparison purposes, but you know, everybody's busy, we're ramping up for, you know, for Q4, so I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest, you know, that people Drop everything and start training themselves on on GA four right now. Just let the data let the data build, and come the new year, um, people can
2: start to can start to look at it. And this will be connected to all the G Suite products, essentially, from shopping to ads to display.
1: Yeah, by default, you just connect your Google Ads account, and and, and everything will be there. And of course, you can um, start to import. Um, potentially uh, conversions the purchase one is is done by default but if you want to you know add your add to cart begin checkout uh, conversion action because that's the default one that this L of R suite creates then that's a, re- a really easy import into, into into Google ads and of course building your audiences and that's actually one thing that I would suggest people do straight away you know is start to build those audiences both in GA4 and potentially in in GA3 right now. I think in this in this ramp up period between now and you know Black Friday Cyber Monday, start getting people in in at the top of the funnel and, and defining your audiences you know as, as best you can. You know one of the big things I'm always telling our our media buyers is you know don't you're not going to retarget all visitors. <laughs> you know that's that's a waste of waste of time and time and money. So, you know so defining your audiences. By what types of product are they looking at if you're you know if you're the sort of company that sells you know sports goods and you've got shoes and you've got clothing and you've got ski equipment or whatever you know why we target everybody with the same message if they're only interested in ski equipment or sports equipment or shoes or whatever it might be so so segmenting your audience so that you can then give them the most relevant message is a huge thing and, and thinking about that in ga4 so you know for the future but right now for you know in, in ga3 and, and perhaps using using Google ads is just making sure that uh, you know you really are starting to think about think about those body audiences and building those audiences I think that's the uh, that's that's the big thing
2: you have a note here also about excluding unwanted referrals what did you mean by that Oh
1: yes good point thank you for bringing that Eric so. In both Google Analytics 3 and Google Analytics 4, if you've got traffic coming from PayPal, perhaps as, a, as a pre, an external payment provider shop, um, you know, the shop app that does the, or, or one of these apps that does the, you know, subscriptions or um, multi-payments over a period of time. You know, if somebody's come from, from Google Ads and purchased, but just at the last second, they hop off to one of these sites um, to you know, I say maybe PayPal, and then they come back. If PayPal isn't set up as a referral exclusion, then Google Analytics, uh, certainly Google Analytics three, is going to say that that conversion came from PayPal. What, of course, it didn't. It was just the last thing that that somebody did. So setting up those exclusions for for the likes of PayPal and these other payment providers, uh, and potentially your own site. Maybe if you've got a you know a subdomain, a blog, or something you know set up. Um, it, you know, that can really fudge your numbers and cloud the numbers, so making sure you get all of those referral exclusions set up is, is again, is huge, hugely important, both in GA4 and, and in GA3.
2: Very cool. We will uh, link to Elevar. I think that could be a huge find for a lot of brands who might be overwhelmed by this transition. Great advice to get it set up and running in the background. I think even just, yeah, looking at what's going to be different from between versions, going from a session-based system from a user-based system where you can't track these users. You have to go on their actual actions that the users take. Uh, Super interesting. D 2 C marketers, let's get real. How many hours have you wasted searching for brand influencers only to come up empty handed? It's time to stop spending time searching, scrolling and haggling with influencers and start using creator marketing with hashtag paid. With hashtag paid, you can find your perfect creator match for your brand in less than 10 minutes every time. Getting started is easy. Just select your audience and campaign objectives, pick from a short list of creators and hit run. It's just that easy. There's a reason why Hashtag Paid is the number one rated influencer marketing platform for D2C brands. And as a DTC podcast listener, you can even get up to $500 in account credit until September 30th for your first campaign. Just go to go.hashtagpaid.com slash DTC pod to get started. Saul, we have some notes here too. I, I thought that I thought you'd like this. It was a note about starting to do some of the promotional planning for some of our brands. And I think that's interesting. You know, there's always this, we, we joke about the tension between the meta team and the, and the Google team. And I love the idea that the Google team in a lot of cases is working with clients to help like set their promotional calendar. Uh, why, why is Google setting the tone for some of the promotional calendars for some of our clients?
0: So mainly a lot of clients rely on us for, for that sort of strategy uh, promotional strategy, and we to make our work organized and, and and go smoothly during, especially during you know Q4, which is so busy. Um, having those calendars done beforehand, and if we need to you know work with our clients to set those up if they don't have it, it makes everything much easier down the line. Not only for the buyers, but also on the creative side of things, right? Um, just through Google data that we get, like it starts growing, but like 17% of people are already looking for. Christmas gifts in May, uh, 30% in June, and by September, we have over 60% of people already looking for what they're going to gift in December, right? Uh, Who are these so, people?
2: Who are these <laughs> super organized people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so basically what, what, what's happening is like people are already looking, we want to be first, to the party, right? You, you, you got to be out there. So you got to be organized. You need to know uh, what promotions you're going to have. You want to be there before other people. Like everyone's going to have a sale in Black Friday, right? But what can you have around Black Friday or before Black Friday or after Black Friday? Can you go longer, right? Can you start in uh, before on the Thursday and keep going for a whole week, which is practically what also everyone does nowadays is Black Week or whatever. So making sure that we prep with them and not only, like I said, on the promo side, but um, things like we're working with some clients on their uh, inventory right now. So some of our clients do consumables um, and those expire, right? And they have to produce before Q4. They're not going to produce them like last year, otherwise you're sending stale cookies and um, other consumables. So what we're doing right now is like looking at their, looking at the media mix, looking at the budgets, and looking at the production production times and production numbers and, and inventory numbers, they need to like make money too, right? That depends, like economies of scale. So they need to hit a certain number of product to hit those economies and make money. So just making sure that we're all, you know, working together in coming up with those numbers. And that even goes deep uh, into inventory talks and, and that kind of stuff. Um And then just like like talking more uh, specifically, like I said, on the promo content for, for for example, or or watch clients and, and that kind of thing. That's something that we developed with them that they didn't have in the past. So that's just talking more about that kind of thing.
2: I like it. Richard had a good point that he brought up earlier about this idea that like. Google setting the tone for some of these platforms makes sense because you generally, it's one of the platforms you should be really controlling your discounts on um, specifically versus an interruptive platform like Meta or TikTok where you really need to get their attention, you need to bring them into your world. In Google, in a lot of cases, they're already in the top of your funnel. They're interested in products like yours, if not your, your product. And so therefore, you can afford to be a little bit more cautious with how you discount.
0: Yeah, so that's another thing that we do a lot right now Like I said, a lot of people are already shopping for Q4, but we start testing whatever promos we're using, right? Promo structures, what's working better for different products, what discounts are working better, what some products might not need a discount. So that testing happens now. And that also happens with creative, just testing what kind of creative, what angles, what type of products we can showcase or how we're going to showcase the holiday products if they're different. Um, That happens now as well. So all of that testing, if we do it now, then we can apply it in Q4 and, and, and it does go a long way of just like deploying when when we're ready for it.
2: What were the smart campaigns we talked about in the last podcast? What's the specific name for Google's most updated version of smart campaigns?
0: Oh, that, that's Pmax. That's a good segue into that. Um, using Pmax and using all the other Google products, not just search, right? We've, we've talked about search and about intent, but the whole thing about Google, and I think we talked about it a few times now, is that it's not just search. It's still the basic, and you know how the model is built, and, and it's about people's because even YouTube, you know, it's the second largest search engine. Uh, but with Performance Max, you can be everywhere where your customers can be. So that's that's one of the things that you need to be doing for Q4. It's like be where your customers are. And and that's not only search. You can be on, you know, Discover, Display, YouTube, uh, all the audience networks that you can get with YouTube and, and, and Pmax. And like, like we said last time, Pmax, it's looking like it's performing well, as long as, you know, it's segmented properly and it's got the right assets. So that testing that you're doing right now with the assets can help you uh, setting up on good Performance Max campaigns in, in Q4. Um,
1: I think it's also worth saying, Saul, that, that Google do seem to have, you know, dialed the knob a little bit in favor of, of Performance Max. You know, because when you think about it, because they're targeting all of the platforms, you know, we, we've had discovery campaigns, we've had YouTube campaigns, display campaigns, they're all being available to us. But they're now combining everything into this one this one campaign type. Um, but it does look like, you know, somebody in the background has, has tweaked the knob to say, okay, let's let's give anything that's any assets that are in the performance max campaigns a little bit of a head start, a little bit of a lift over over the, the basic campaigns. And, you know, I heard one of the clients say, oh, what, you know, I hear pmax campaigns are like Facebook Circuit 2015. No, they're not. circa 20, 2015. If if your account was not set up to do remarketing and some top of funnel, and you weren't doing display and discovery and YouTube, sure, maybe maybe it was you know maybe it is circa twenty fifteen uh, Facebook. But but if you were doing all of those things, no, it's it's not that. But there is there is an opportunity, and 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 they, they do seem to be favoring um, favoring PMAX campaigns right right now.
0: And then just to be ready for that, and and to be ready to use you know, be able to use PMX, uh properly too. A few things that you need to be sure that you do and that we're doing right now to get ready for Q4 with our clients. Uh, make sure that there's no issues with your product feed because PMax needs a product feed to perform properly. Um, make sure that your product creatives are looking great uh, and, th- and that includes the feed. So even look at your product photos on, on your website and on your feeds. Um, do they look like they are standing out against your competitors, that kind of thing. If you need new product photos, um, that's something that you can, you can be doing now, um, getting those ready so that you can up, you know, change your feed and make sure that it, it's standing out. Um, like I said, testing those deals, making sure that you have all that promotion calendar set up and, and making sure that you're uh, being competitive with your, with your competitors. And, and then, like we said, making sure that you're present on every and every opportunity that you can for those consumers uh, when they're looking into that gift purchasing for I've heard some uh, people
2: on the podcast talking about lowering some of their paid social spend, um, some of their really some of their top of funnel spend heading into Q4, but I haven't heard anyone talking about lowering Google budgets. I feel like even in, in times of, of financial uncertainty, Google will be potentially one of the, the last platforms that's affected massively just because, again, you're dealing with real intent. So it's a little bit lower-hanging fruit when it comes to driving these conversions. Do you agree?
1: 100%. You know, searching... Shopping, we'll, we'll combine those two. Obviously, massive, massive intent. But then even just, you know, the ability now to embed products, you know, into YouTube ads, into discovery ads, and plus the ability on those kinds of campaigns, you know, Pmax, if we want to put them all together, but even if even separately, the ability to target custom audiences that are based around searches, um, you know, is just, is just huge for the, for the Google platform. So yeah, no, nobody's nobody's decreasing their Google budget, and as you've kind of hinted, I think I think some people are looking at their social budget and going, oh, "Can we can we move more over to over to Google?" Because that they definitely you know it does seem to be a, an opportunity, and of course, you know we've discussed that ad nauseum you know the issues that Facebook and metas had with with its attribution and 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 there are you know there are no such issues with with, with Google so you know when when Google says you know we're getting a three ROAS or a 10 extra ROAS, that's the number so nobody's nobody's doubting that number and uh, and, and obviously clients they they want to they want to back the surefire winners if they can nobody can blame them for that
2: shots fired love it when we spark controversy among the traffic teams uh, <laughs> just I'm also – this is going to go out this weekend, which will be – this will be the last podcast we release, I think, before our C-suite mastermind that's happening in Victoria, British Columbia. And I just have to say we've, uh, we we polled all of the people who are coming, and we've sort of ex- uh, reserved our day three, half day, for a bunch of sort of tactical insights from – Various pilot house leaders, uh, traffic teams, people were very interested in it, and the number one response and request with a bullet was a little bit of uh, teaching on the on the Google side of things uh, across the Google Suite. So it's definitely on a lot of entrepreneurs' minds. Really excited to kind of pick your brain at this event. I guess I think both will both of you be there? will just just Richard, how's that going to work? Are both of you coming to C Suite?
0: Well, Richard's is smart, the smart one. i just there in the pretty face.
2: You're there to stir the pot. We, yeah, if we, when we want to have the pot stirred a little bit more, we're bringing Saul in. Yeah. Uh, nice. Are you, are you pumped for it, Richard?
1: I am. No, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, it's been a while since I've done something done something like it. So hopefully everybody's going to bring their uh, difficult questions and we'll we'll get into some good discussions.
2: Well, I'll link out to, uh, well, obviously to Pilot House and then also to, to C-Suite for anyone thinking of uh, joining us last minute. Otherwise, thanks a lot, guys. We'll check back in. We're going to be doing sort of continual check-ins with the various traffic teams throughout Q4. So I'll check back in with you in a little bit. Thanks for coming. Good. Look forward to it. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Harry. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're not getting the D2C newsletter, you can subscribe for free at directtoconsumer.co. And if you want to learn more about Pilot House's all killer, no filler services, take off to pilothouse.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.